In other words, sometimes we need to go back to the time when we were first saved. Now, after four years of Bible college and 14 years in the ministry, four churches, I have learned, Pat, that it is the little things that count more than anything else. Being faithful in the little things that count more than anything else. God, I will do great things for you. I'll lay down my life. I'll do anything. I'll go to Africa. I'll go to Egypt. And I don't even like those places. But anyway, I just picked them out there. God, I'll do anything for you. And God says, will you go to church regularly? Will you pray to me? Will you fellowship with me? Will you communicate with me? Will you love me? Will you just spend some time with me? You know, sometimes fathers, we're guilty of this. We want to give our kids the things that we didn't have when we were kids. And so we work two jobs to make sure that they have the things we didn't have. And all the time, you know what the kids are saying? Dad, I'd like to have you. I'd just like to have you. You're more important to me than all those things. And I think sometimes it's the same with God. I think really we're trying to impress him, not please him. We make these great pledges and, and, and these, these great uh, commitments and these, these great whatever. And all God really wanted the whole time was us. Just us. We have prayer on Sunday night at 6 o'clock, Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. We have all those different prayer times for people who are busy that somewhere in there they can find time to just come and spend some time with God. You see, that, that basically is what prayer is. Prayer is not always asking. Prayer is not always presenting to God a list of petitions that I want. Prayer is really intimate fellowship with God. That's what prayer is. Jesus practiced it all the time. That's why he so pleased God. I'll use, the, I'll use the illustration that I've used before. David Wilkerson, before he went out to preach, his father or grandfather, I don't remember which it was now, said something to him that never left David's mind. He said, David, you may never be able to preach like the other great preachers, but he said, I want to tell you something, you can pray as good as any of them. And you see, that's, that's really where it's at, isn't it? To come into that fellowship with Jesus Christ and with God the Father where I seek only to please Him. I seek only to know Him. Paul, at the height of his knowledge and work for God, you know what he said? To know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering. Bible says of David that this was a man after God's own heart. David was the greatest king, the greatest psalmist, the greatest military leader, and yet the Bible doesn't really commend him for all those things. The Bible says that the greatest thing that David was was a man after God's own heart. What's that mean? That means that David wanted to please God. He sought God. He pursued God with his whole heart. And you read his Psalms and you'll find a man that loved God that spent time see he said early will i seek thee my heart painted after thee he just loved god and he told god about it all the time do we really want to please god or do we want to please ourselves or do we want to please somebody else do we really 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 want to please god when i stop to think about that a lot of things in my life become insignificant when i stop to think about that a lot of activity becomes rather unimportant. When I really think about that, no sacrifice is too great should he require it. When I really think about that, no place is insignificant. No person is insignificant. 